Hi, this is Runa and you're listening to the Chainsmakers podcast where we share tips, insight, tools and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Chainsmakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax and enjoy. Meet my guest. Fabian Fredriksen. She is the founder of BoldHeart.com and the BoldHeart Business Program, the training that shows growth-minded solo business owners how to grow to consistently making 10k a month using her eighth growth activators. Now, Fabian is a dear friend of mine. She is a member of the Network for Transformational Leaders. And from the moment that I met her, she captured my heart. I mean, no wonder she's bold heart. She, she should be capturing people's hearts. But she does so much more than that. She is someone that is today, uh, her company has repeatedly been ranked as the one of the America's fastest companies to, that is growing. She's been interviewed. She's been featured all over the world in the, in the media. She is now... Uh, authoring a special book about mindset, about growing and leveraging your mindset. Here's a woman that has a bold heart and is changing the world. And I had to get her to share with us some of the things that we all can take into our heart to become the change maker that we were always meant to be. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Fabian. Fabian Fredriksen, welcome to the Chainsmakers podcast. We are so thrilled to have this you. It's going to be a juicy conversation, Runa. <laughs> are we ever, ever, ever? Uh, first of all, I have to tell you, your mindset retreat that I attended last year gave me such a boost. I was one of those thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm positive. Yeah, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. What you gave the audience there was such a boost and such deep insight into our ability to become the change that we want to be in this world. I had to get you as a guest on our podcast. Thank you. I have chills everywhere. This is, I'm so delighted because this is my life's purpose is to, to awaken other change makers and, and bold hearts um, so that they can use their life for good. So I'm, I'm so happy that we're talking. Oh, yeah. So let's just dive directly into the, this whole concept. Number one, the first question that it pops up to me, my mind is why? What is in your mind changing us from moving forward in a way that we feel that we're moving forward? So, so I, I want to first start with a belief that I have, and I've had it forever. And it is the belief that the things that we are passionate about are not random. They are our calling. So that's number one. And number two, I deeply believe that in 37 billion years, there has never been anyone like you, anyone like everyone who's listening. There is no one like you now, and there will never be another person for the rest of eternity that is you. 
And I believe that we have a song to sing, each and every one of us through our life's purpose. We have a song to sing, a song that can only be sung by us. And if we don't sing that song far and loud, that song will never be heard. And so we have this unique opportunity in our lifetime to make a difference in only the way that we can. And I find that, and this is true of everybody, and I find that sometimes our society, sometimes often our society has us conform and stay small and not play bigger. And, and we have been conditioned to, to keep that song within us. And my, my job, literally the last 20 years, is just to awaken people to the song that they have within them and, and, and to show them how to sing that song far and wide for the highest good of all. I love that. I love that looking at it as a song. You know, when, when we, the Chainsmaker, we were talking about that we either place ourselves into a box or many boxes or, or we've been placed into a box whatever it is, whether it's our gender, our, our background, our race, you know, we can go on and on. It was like a Russian dolls were so in so many boxes. But when you said that about song, I, I, it kind of like, I got these goosebumps and I could envision really basically like it's coming up from, from above. You're allowing your light to shine and you're singing your song. Was butterflies and everything. Gosh, I got really visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely from the divine. Yeah. Uh, and here's what I've learned is when you sing with the concert of the divine, you can play that song. You can sing that song so that it reaches the corners of, of the globe. A lot of times people hum that song to themselves and no one hears it. But this is this is about really stretching ourselves. To, to be that change for the world in a very significant way. And I consider it a, a moral obligation, divine obligation, where we were given these gifts to not to hoard and to keep to ourselves, but to share as widely as possible. That is the divine obligation. And so it's about changing your mindset of that smallness that, that you may have been taught to, to embody and instead, you know, just, just go for it in the biggest way possible. And it all starts with the mindset. It all starts with the mindset. Could not agree with you more. Uh, the, the, um, one of the things that I would love to hear your view on that, um, one of the things that I've seen working with so many people on their personal brand and, and, and taking their personal brand out there into the global market, I've seen this um, like a bit of a clash between the old paradigm that tells you you are supposed to be this, you know, you, you, start, you start marketing and then you're supposed to be a marketing strategist and then you do this, but then your heart is saying, yeah, I love marketing. That's nothing, but I really like this as well. And I like that as well. And I love to do this as well. Do I have to make a choice? Do I just have to? And the old paradigm has really been on that. Ah, that is the one thing. And honestly, that was what I used to help my clients with, finding that one thing. But then, and I love that, hear your view on that. Then I saw what happened when we opened that up and we started to look at that. Ooh, so if there was this still one thing, but it includes everything that you are. Yeah. 
that's actually what's happening to me right now. It's been happening to me in the last year or so is I've undergone a, a transformation myself. So just a little background for 20 years, I've been a business coach. I coached hundreds of women business owners with a purpose to, to play a bigger game uh, with that purpose and, and to be rewarded financially. And so I'm known as a business coach and all that good stuff. But over in the last five years, and especially the speed of it has been racing in the last year, there has been something that's been trying to come through me. And I kept arguing with the divine saying, this is not what I teach. I do not teach women about self-worth and taking up more room and owning their femininity and healing the world through their femininity. But I kept arguing with the divine and it argued back. And so I launched a division of my company. So, so there's Bold Heart Business and I launched Bold Heart Woman last, last year, um, actually at the Mindset Retreat last fall. And I was scared to death. I, I just thought that I, this makes absolutely no sense in the world for me to be teaching women about the fulfillment of their greatest desires and pleasures. And yet it is part of the next evolution. And I think being in that box of business for a long time, I pushed away what might be the next evolution of my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so to come, yeah, there, the, the Russian doll, there are, there are different purposes. There can be a deeper purpose to every person. And it's about just saying yes, without too much fighting with the divine. Yeah. The more we are playing in concert with the divine, the more things open up. That's been my experience. And there hasn't been any backlash whatsoever. In fact, every time I talk to somebody about this, they say, oh my gosh, I need that. My sister needs that. My mother needs that. You really stepped into your flow instead of fighting against it. Well, I fought against it initially because the, the box. Yeah. Is, I'm a business coach. No, nobody will take me seriously yeah. if I talk about yeah. femininity. And yet... I then applied that recently. I did a talk in London about the feminine approach to building your business and it was a huge success. And so it's, I think it's just allowing ourselves to see where we're fighting based on using your words, what box we think we're in and then to surrender into what is trying to come through us in faith and with a bold heart and just, seeing where the next breadcrumb is taking us so yeah at first okay I thought and then now I'm like where just tell me where you want me to go yeah just tell me what to do and it comes and it comes every time mm -hmm. I just read the surrender experiment I don't know if you read it yeah, but I, read, I actually I have so I, I know what you mean and I think it's so fascinating I'm curious when you went through, and you know, I, I believe that that's a daily thing or basically every moment thing is not like I did one thing, it's just constant thing. What happens to you, Fabian? And I know I'm putting assumption here, but what do you do when doubt ticks in? And like, yeah, I'm surrendering, but. Uh, so there are a couple of things. There's some pragmatic things and some spiritual things that I do. The pragmatic things is I surround myself with people who will not judge me mm -hmm. and uh, who I can 
cry with and say, this doesn't make sense. I'm scared. You know, what if this is crazy and help me with this? And, and just a few people who I can really open up my rib cage and, and show my heart and, and show, show my doubt and my worry and my fears if they show up. And then I ask the divine for help and I say, please guide me. Please show me what to do. And I know that when you ask, it is given 100% of the time. And in fact, something happened to me this weekend and I, I didn't know what to do. And instead of fighting and coming from my ego place, yeah. I asked the divine. And that same morning, I got the result that I wanted. Yeah. And so I think there's, it's surrounding yourself with the tools and the people and then opening yourself up to being guided, but then to listen to the guidance yeah. And shows up to surrender to it. Yeah. And that's the space, isn't it? This giving yourself the space to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember, and I, I would love to share that one thing where, that was came to me on your mindset retreat that had an impact for me. And um, speaking of listening to the divine, I remember you talked about that whisper. You know, what's whispering? And I thought, I started to think, what's whispering? What's whispering? whispering you know and I said it you know my conscious subconscious mind starts to ask that so what am I not letting what am I not hearing and all I could hear was game game always game and I thought game I'm no I'm so not into games what is this you know and then and I started, I started to think about okay so can I create a game whatever you know I'm creative can do that then it hit me and this was something that was so big for me the word that was coming up was game in Icelandic, which has the same meaning as playfulness. Oh. <laughs> when I realized it was about play and playing and have fun and go into every moment with that intention, that was such a huge shift. Yeah. It was such a burden that kind of like just poof, off it went, and there I went. And that so. Then it probably wasn't this heavy obligation. And when I say obligation, sometimes people feel find it very heavy. Yeah. I, just a, when I say obligation, what I think I mean is that allow yourself to be pulled into your future yeah. by by the bigger thing. And I like your your version of it, which which is allow yourself the playfulness of being a change maker. We can do it having fun, not with this heavy heart. Yeah, and it was heavy. The game thing was heavy. That was the thing. Uh, but shifting it to the playfulness was, whoa, I can do that. Hey, I can do that. I, yeah, every day. I, I, yeah, of course. So this is so profound what you're saying. We talk about the, the old paradigm, and then we talk about the new paradigm. And you say that you were just sharing in London on stage how you see the new paradigm coming into running your business and I know you talk about it from the angle of the feminine way of doing and running a business can you would you be able to share with us just a tiny nugget that I've yeah I'd be happy to so the the masculine has been rewarded in our society for 5,000 years and we we women who want significance and who want impact we women, I realize I'm putting us in a box, but it's men who lead with their hearts, the creatives, the intuitives, the people who are here to change things, uh, who are not necessarily overly masculine. I have found, we. I'll speak for myself. I'll, I have found that to be successful, I thought I needed to be a certain way yeah. and something that didn't feel good to me. 
And the certain way was I learned how to market by being people over the head with a stick. And I learned how to use all of the psychological ways of getting results. And none of it felt right to me. And it was until one day when I had an intuitive session with, uh, with one of my healers who channeled my angels. And uh, I said to him, he said, well, one last thing before we get off the phone. And I said, I'd like to get a lot of people to, you know, buy my program, whatever it was at the time. So what do I need to do? And he said, you don't need to do anything. You just need to love them. And it just like, it hit me so hard. You mean all I have to do is love them? Because this is what I do in my life. I love hard. Yeah. And that I realized that there's an energy of, of doing and there's an energy of being. There's competition versus compassion. There's, there's taking versus giving. And when I went into the energy that I will call feminine, which men can use as well, I realize that that's where my success has really grown is if I can be the loving, compassionate, empathetic, uh, giving, intuitive business coach, if you will, and teaching other people how to come from this loving place, because that's the new paradigm that I see. We're shifting away from greed and taking and accumulation for accumulation's sake. And instead we're moving into changing the world our intuition, compassion, love, giving, giving, giving. And, and that now that I've been teaching now thousands of people how to do this, it's changed everything for them too. It feels good to market. It feels good yeah. to grow our businesses with yeah. that energy around it. Yeah. And I, I love that. And I, I so agree with you. I think this is where so many of the systems that are still in, involved are clashing. So this is what, like the energy is coming in for this is what the this is what the world needs in order to sustain ourselves to create a world that is inclusive and, and allow people to live a magnetic lives and then with all the systems that are like if you think about the corporate world where you're so so in a box when uh, when you're there and only supposed to be doing a fraction of what you can yeah, that that way of of doing business is is obsolete yeah, it's just that it's it's just that these big behemoths, this these these big corporations don't have time and, and perhaps don't have the inclination to want to change. But we can change on a dime. We can just make a decision to love, like market from your heart chakra as opposed to your wallet, right? Oh, yeah. it's, it's just a decision, and then we can move on a dime. It is so good. So good. There is one thing, and this is just popping up in my mind because you talk about uh, you, you, you talk about feminine, and you talk about you know that's a box, and, and which it is, and, and that makes me wonder. And I would love to hear your your thought on that. You know, I've been for I don't know for as long as I can remember. I've been an, an advocate for gender equity and gender equality. You know, I've been working constantly on this topic. And I'm seeing more and more now that with all the women empowerment groups and, and talk and all of that, women are stepping up, thank God. And I feel that at least in, in the culture that I live in, we are allowed to show both our feminine side and our masculine side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I'm wondering, are we allowing men? Are we allowing man to show 
they're both feminine side and masculine side. I think, I think that they are being, they have been suppressed for a very long time too, where our culture, I mean, I look at some of the movies that my kids watch and I, I, I don't, I mean, I go, of course we're being put in boxes and that's not okay. And that's not okay as a man. I look at it this way. If, if, if feminine and masculine is too much of a box, uh, I sometimes explain it as yin and yang. Uh, the yin energy of expansion and 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 yang energy of contraction, and really looking at it is if you look at the the symbol of yin and yang, you've got a dot in, and I, that is how I see that I show up in life. Sometimes I'm in my yin energy, and sometimes I'm in my yang energy, or sometimes I do business in a in a feminine way. This is what I would say, and sometimes I move right into my masculine when I need to. I take care of it business, but I know where I. I enjoy being more in the, what I'll call the feminine energy, but I think we need both. And if you look at the world, the way the world works is a combination of yin and yang, feminine and masculine. And if it's tipped too heavy to one side, you will see some sort of destruction in a person, in a corporation, in, in nature, and in the world. So there has to be a combination of both. I'm not suggesting that all women or men should be feminine. It's, it's really about cultivating one, what feels most natural and two, embodying both when you need to have it. There cannot be dark without light. There cannot be wet without dry and cold without hot. We need both. We need both. So true. So true. I love that. From that end, I can, I can just see that our time is up. We sound like I'm almost threatening because I love this conversation so much. Fabian, where can our audience reach out to you, learn more about you and how they can learn basically from you? Because you are a woman full of wisdom. <laughs> Thank you, Runa. Uh, well, you can follow me on social media. It's uh, Fabian, really. Fabian or Fabian Fred. And also there's Boldheart dot com this is our website where there's a free gift if somebody is interested in growing their business and making twice as much working half the time using the song that's on their heart there's a free ebook right there on the home page and if they're interested in in seeing a powerful video about femininity <laughs> uh, and how you can become all that you are uh, they can go to boldheartwoman.com fabulous fabian Fabian, you're fabulous. That's, <laughs> Thank you. That's a great combination together. Thanks so much for being our guests. Was this podcast of value for you? I sure hope so. If so, feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on iTunes or Stitcher. And remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the changemakers and how we can help you drive the change you want to see in your world.